what's up everyone and welcome to let's talk about today i'm talking about covid 19's impact on tv and movies and it has had a huge impact but before i get started you can follow the show on twitter facebook and instagram at ke presents on all three platforms now let's get started So over a hundred TV and film productions have been suspended due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So that resulted in a lot of TV seasons ending earlier, a lot of summer shows not even being in production, a lot of pilots not getting produced or filmed, and a lot of movies getting their release dates pushed back to even as far as next year and 2022, which is really crazy. But we're going to start in the world of daytime television. And the world of daytime TV, a lot of their talk shows are no longer studios. Nope. They are from home. The View, The Real, The Talk, Ellen, Wendy, Rachel, Kelly, Tamron, and even GMA and Today. They're all working from home as a way to social distance and quarantine. I kind of like this because when it first started, it was no audience. And it just felt so weird watching The View without an audience. Because like normally you would hear like the audience hooting and hollering. And without them, it just seems so awkward and just so weird. Same thing with Live and Ke- with Kelly and Ryan. There's usually an audience. And there was a makeshift audience when they first started, which was full of staff members. Then they stopped that. They took a week off with pre-tapes and then came back and they were home. And I kind of like the at-home environment. It just makes it feel a little bit more relaxed. I feel like sometimes when they do the shows actually live, it's definitely tougher because of the kind of delay when they talk into the camera, response, respond, well, response, respond. It's really cool. It's also really weird because we're normally used to seeing them all dolled up in makeup, in dresses, in suits. But when they're home, they're in sweats, they're in t-shirts, and it kind of makes it feel more authentic. That's a little weird to say that it makes it feel more authentic, but I think it makes it feel more authentic because we're all the same. We're all at home. We're in our sweats. So it kind of feels like we're watching us almost on TV. I don't know. That's just me. So from daytime television to daytime drama television, the four remaining subs, Days of Our Lives, Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Bold and Beautiful, they all have suspended production. And what sucks is they only have an allotted amount of episodes kind of pre-taped. So if I'm not mistaken, YNR, Bold, and General Hospital, they film a couple weeks in advance, Days films roughly until the fall. <laughs> so if you're a fan of Days, you have until the fall, and then you're like, crap, where are the episodes going to be? If you're a General Hospital fan, you have until May. But if you're a YNR fan and a Bold and a Beautiful fan, you're screwed because the show finished up its run of episodes on April 23rd. Now they're in reruns. But what's cool about the reruns is... They're not doing like reruns of episodes from a couple weeks ago, which I feel like they should because a lot of governors have kind of interrupted a lot of these soaps. But it's mostly theme weeks, which is really cool because you get to see a lot of classic plot lines. You get to see a lot of themed episodes that you may have forgotten about or that you may have missed. And it's really cool because it could attract both older audiences who may not have watched the show in a while to get back on board and get new audiences on board when new episodes arrive hopefully in the fall so let's go from the world of daytime to the world of primetime television so with a lot of shows suspending production it means that many shows have ended their seasons earlier and shorter than expected now a lot of shows have ended their seasons 
on average one to three episodes shy. Some also ended with four or five episodes left. And it's really interesting because a lot of shows like Grey's Anatomy, Chicago, Fire, PD, and MD, NCIS, NCIS LA, NCIS New Orleans, Law and Order SVU, The Blacklist, Good Girls. The list goes on and on of how many episodes a lot of these shows are kind of ending super early compared to when they normally would end. They normally would end around late April, early May, just to get into sweeps. But that's no longer the case here. So one show that's kind of interesting here is Supernatural because the CW aired the quote-unquote last episode in a while on March 23rd because they're going to bring Supernatural back hopefully to let it finish out its season and its series because it is a final season. But I hope Fox does that for Empire and like bring them back for like one episode because they left two episodes shy and they didn't get a proper farewell. So I would love if a lot of shows that were supposed to end this season that didn't get to film their finale but i've been hoping that's like every single season when a show gets canceled and stuff that they're able to do like a wrap-up but i feel like no one's ever going to do that but i love that the cw is going to let supernatural do that and it, it might take a while before everything gets back to normal so i love that they're going to give them that chance to be able to tell their story properly and fully from beginning middle and end so in many seasons ending early the network has to find ways to fill up the schedule while not much is known for Fox, ABC, or NBC. There is one thing that CBS is doing which is really cool. Starting in May, after all their Sunday shows are done for the season, they're going to be airing five movies from the Paramount Picture Library, which they describe as cinematic triumphs that stand the test of time and is filled with epic adventure, romance, death-defying stunts, and Academy Award-winning performances. So it starts on May 3rd with Indiana Jones and the Raider of the Lost Ark, uh, then Forrest Gump on May 10th, Mission Impossible on May 17th, Titanic on May 24th, and then it wraps up with another Indiana Jones movie, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade on May 31st. In a press release, the Executive Vice President of Programming and Scheduling for CBS Entertainment said, This is a five-week programming event with epic films, iconic stars, and brilliant stories that viewers love and love to watch together. And I do agree with that because I think these are these iconic movies that literally stood the test of time. And I feel like being able to watch these movies on broadcast television is a way to bring people together. And it's going to be such a wonderful gift for people who are stuck at home and have nothing to do. They could watch these movies that I don't think are on any other streaming platforms currently. So it's kind of a cool way to bring them all together to the couch for three hours every week. So there's actually one important type of show that still has to go on and that's live programming. American Idol Survivor and The Voice are still in the midst of their season and they are trying to find ways to move on. Now Survivor is still in their pre-recorded phase. They only have one uh, live episode which is the finale and the live reunion episode. They're going to be doing that virtually. So if you're a fan of Survivor, you're going to get to see your favorites from home. Um, American Idol and The Voice are going to be doing live remote episodes, which should be really cool. Uh, Idol, I think, just kicked off theirs, and The Voice will kick off theirs at the start of May. And what's interesting is that both shows are going to be live to tape, meaning they're not going to be fully live like they traditionally will be around this time, except for the results, which will be live. I think for Idol, will be the finale and for The Voice will be every week. From the world of primetime to the world of late night. So late night television has also fallen in the steps of daytime and primetime. A lot of the shows are also remote from home, which is really cool. Um, I love it because you get to see them with their families, you get to see them with their pets, and you can also see them a little bit more dressed down because they're not in their traditional suits. They're in dress shirts, they're in t-shirts. They're basically a little bit more relaxed, I feel like, in terms of look. And it looks more like them kind of 
practicing their monologues and practicing their shows instead of like doing a traditional show even though it actually is a traditional show it kind of gives off that feel it gives off a feel more of like oh this is more of a stripped down home feel rather than a full-blown show and i feel like that's what a lot of the shows that are being done from home is that it feels more like a rehearsal meets a professional show meets a meets a show in, from a live audience it feels that way, but I love it. It just makes it feel so different. It makes TV feel unique in a sense, and it just makes it feel weirdly strange and really cool all at the same time during this crazy time that we're in. So from the small screen to the big screen, it's time to talk about some movies. Uh, with movie theaters around the country closed due to COVID-19, a lot of movie studios had decided to push up some movies early for release. So for Universal, that includes The Invisible Man, The Hunt, Emma, Sony with Bloodshot, uh, Warner Brother. they pushed up The Way Back, Birds of Prey, Disney uh, pushed up Frozen 2 to Disney Plus early, and they also pushed up Onward early, and also early to Disney Plus. I don't think that was just come to Disney Plus until like later this year. And Sonic the Hedgehog, I still believe, and The Gentleman also got early release dates. Um, and it's really cool because like a lot of people aren't going to go to the movie theaters right now. And a lot of these movies, which came out between January and March, were all in theaters already. And for a lot of these movies, it just gives an incentive like, hey, stay at home, watch these movies that you may or may not have watched in theaters. And you paid $20 to watch it for 48 hours or you pay to own. I also love that Disney decided to put a lot of these movies on Disney Plus a little bit earlier than scheduled. Like Frozen 2. That movie's going to keep a lot of young kids entertained. And a lot of older people entertained as well. For days and days on end. Because their little ones will be singing into the unknown and show yourself 400 times a day. And I love that Onward was also put there super early. Because that movie came literally the moment everything started going down and it is literally the lowest grossing pixar movie to date because of the COVID 19 pandemic but it's such a great movie and i'm just happy that disney decided to put it on disney plus super early so people who may have not gone to the movie theater because they were too busy um, buying groceries they're able to watch it now at home with their kids and with their families there's one specific movie though that was supposed to be released in theaters instead decided to go straight to VOD. That was Trolls World Tour. Now, it came out on April 10th, and it was originally supposed to be simultaneous, but with movie theaters still not opened, they were like, screw this, we're just going to send it to uh, Video On Demand, and people are going to be able to watch it for $20 for 48 hours, and I think it's a smart move. There are repercussions to it, but I think it is a smart move because... You're going to make some money, at least for this time period, while everyone's stuck at home with kids. It gives them a chance to at least watch something new, watch something that they haven't seen before, and it was smart on their part. But while Universal did that with Trolls World Tour, a lot of other movies are being pushed back due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And we're going to start at the world of Disney because one of the movies I've been waiting for was Mulan, the live-action remake of the 1998 movie. Now, that movie was just coming on March 27th. It's now going to be scheduled for July 24th. But I still have the strangest feeling that it's going to be pushed back even further because I highly doubt anyone's going to go to a movie theater in July because I feel like a lot of people are going to wait until at least October or November to start going back to the theaters because 
we don't know what the next step after all of this is. We're not 100% sure is it going to be safe to go back to a movie theater yet. And I don't think a lot of people are going to be hurrying to go back and see a movie anytime soon. But I'm hoping to see this movie soon. Another movie that Disney has is Artemis Fowl. Now, that movie is supposed to come out on May 29th. But instead, it's going to be heading to Disney+. Plus. I think it's going to be out in June. And it's really interesting that they decided to do it with this movie. But I feel like it was a smart move. Because I feel like they wouldn't have made a lot of money in the box office. So at least those who are waiting for this movie, they'll get a chance to watch it at the comfort of their own home. And I've also I heard a lot of bad things about this. Because... A lot of fans are not pleased about it. So at least they can still watch it without having to pay anywhere from like $15 to $20 a ticket. Uh, another Disney movie that also got pushed back was Soul. That got pushed back to November, which resulted in Raya and the Last Dragon getting pushed back to March of 2021. And those two movies are kind of like the lone animated fairs of the back half of this year. I have been waiting for both movies as well. But I'm excited that Soul did get a little bit of a pushback to the fall. And I hate that Raya got pushed back a little bit further. But hopefully this allows them to at least work out some kinks for these movies. Unless the movies are already completely done. But I'm not 100% sure on that. And another movie that got pushed back because of Mulan was The Jungle Cruise. That got pushed back to 2021 in July of next year. Which is crazy, crazy, crazy. Because that is a whole year from its original release date almost. And it's just really interesting to see why that movie got pushed back so far. I feel like Disney kind of positioned this as their summer blockbuster. And it really is interesting to, if that was the truth and why, hey, we have The Jungle Cruise. And it's going to be like this action-adventure movie. Let's kind of push it until next year because it's going to be the summer hit. It'll be the, the movie that everyone will go to in the summer because it's going to be like this blockbuster but we'll see when it comes out next year. So speaking of Disney, of course, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that was supposed to kick off in May with Phase 4 and Black Widow. Well, now it's going to kick off in November because of COVID-19. So with that, it could have resulted in a domino effect of every single movie getting pushed back. So Black Widow pushed back The Eternals. The Eternals pushed back Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi pushed back Doctor Strange. And then Doctor Strange pushed back Thor. And then Spider-Man kind of got in there. So now Spider-Man is taking over the slot of Doctor Strange. And now Doctor Strange is moving to 2022. And then you have Black Panther 2 and Captain Marvel. So a lot of moving around for a lot of these movies. But I love how all of these movies are interconnected. Because once you move one movie, you have to move all of them. Which is really funny, but also really cool at the same time. So from Disney, let's talk about Sony. So Sony has a lot of highly anticipated movies this year. Including Ghostbusters, Afterlife, Morbius, and Venom. Well, for fans of those movies, sad news. They're all going to be coming out in 2021. Ghostbusters moves from July 10th to March 5th of 2021. Morbius moves from July 31st to March 19th of 2021, and Venom Let There Be Carnage moves from October 2nd to June 25th, 2021. This is really crazy, because I feel like a lot of these movies, actually all three of those movies, were movies everyone was waiting for. Everyone was waiting for this highly anticipated Ghostbusters sequel. Everyone was waiting for these two Marvel movies. I was kind of curious to see how the reception would have been for Ghostbusters, because of the last Ghostbusters movie wasn't really well received with the all-female cast but 
Uh, we'll have to wait a little bit longer to see what people have to say about these movies. And in 2021, there's one movie in particular that's actually getting pushed up after getting pushed back. That is the big screen adaptation of the video game series Uncharted. That's going to come out in July of 2021. And then you have some other movies like Hotel Transylvania 4 that's getting pushed up from December to August of that year. And it's really cool in the sea of delays and pushbacks. You get to see like, some movies getting a push up. And I feel like a lot of these movies are getting a push up because for at least Hotel Transylvania, they know that this is a moneymaker. They know that kids are going to be still out because school hasn't started for many of them yet. And that is kind of the target demo for Hotel Transylvania. And for Uncharted, a lot of people have been waiting for this movie. They've been waiting, they've been waiting, they've been waiting. So to be able to hopefully have this as a set date is going to make fans of this hit franchise kind of really excited and really tempted to go see this when it drops. So from Sony to Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers' biggest movie this summer is Wonder Woman 1984. And that is still going to be in the summer, but now instead of early summer, it's late summer. So the movie is actually going to come out in August, uh, August 14th to be precise. And it's kind of interesting that they're pushing this just back a little bit instead of maybe holding it for another year or even holding it to the fall. Because as I said earlier, I feel like not many people are going to go see a movie in the summer. They'll probably wait till the fall to go see a movie. But I feel like, and I don't know why, but I feel like if any movie does it, it will be this. Because this is a big blockbuster movie. It's a big event movie. Maybe not like a huge, huge event movie, but it's definitely a big movie that is definitely going to get people into the seats. How many seats? We don't know. But I feel like, like with Mulan, I feel like Warner Brothers should at least move this a little bit further up into the year rather than just two months. But I feel like they just still wanted that summer time to have this big blockbuster. But we'll see what happens once the movie theaters reopen with Wonder Woman. And Warner Brothers' other movie, Scoob, that's actually not going to be headed to movie theaters. Instead, it'll be headed to video on demand. So, Scoob was supposed to come out on May 15th in theaters. Instead, you're going to get to see that in the comfort of your own home. And I think it's smart. Again, kind of like Trolls, is a family-friendly movie. And again, families are all at home. Kids are at home. And it gives them something fun to watch rather than watching like anything else for the 400th time. So it's really cool. It's really smart on Warner Brothers. And I feel like a lot of uh, movie uh, studios are going to kind of continue on that trend with a lot of family-friendly movies. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not a mind reader. But I feel like this is a smart trend to kind of do VOD as that next step as a successor to movie theaters or at least simultaneous because... A lot of people aren't going to pay like $60 to go see a movie. Instead, you could rent the movie at home for $20 and watch it for 48 hours. I think that's a better overall deal. Uh, another movie that Warner Brothers has, which I am so gutted about, In the Heights. That movie was to come out this year in June. Instead, it's coming out next year in June. And I've been waiting for this movie since it's been announced. I never got a chance to see it when it was on Broadway, and I love the cast album, and I've been kind of impatiently waiting for this movie to come out. I've kind of been counting the days till June when it was supposed to come out, so hopefully when it comes out next year, it was worth the wait, because that trailer, when it first dropped, I was like super excited, and 
I was kind of waiting and waiting and waiting. Hopefully it's well worth the wait. And hopefully we get to hear something from this movie between now and then. Because it's a longer wait now. So from Warner Brothers to Universal. Universal has a lot of movies that are supposed to come out this year. And boy, they're not coming out this year. So they have the ninth movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, F9. That was supposed to come out at the start of May. It's coming out at the start of April 2021. Then you have the 25th James Bond movie that was supposed to come out at the start of April this year, that will come out later this year. At least it's going to still be stuck in 2020. It's actually going to come out in time for Thanksgiving, November 25th. And the Minion sequel, which was set for a early July release, is now getting released in July of next year because they weren't able to finish it in time for a global rollout. And the Minions is actually the first known movie to be pushed back because of not being able to complete the movie and i'm kind of curious how much more left they had to kind of do and it'll be interesting to see uh if it's worth the wait again like with all the other movies that are coming out if the sequel for the minions is worth the wait because of the post-production work they have to still do so the minions actually takes the spot of sing 2 which will now head to the christmas season of 2021 which actually knocks Wicked out of their 2021 slot, which is now undated. That movie has been flying off of like 200 release dates since it's been announced that they were making a film adaptation of this Broadway musical. We don't know when it will happen, and we don't know when one date is going to actually stick and be for good. So from Universal, let's talk about Paramount, because Paramount has one movie that everyone's been waiting for, the highly anticipated sequel to Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. Now, that movie was supposed to come out in the middle of June. It's not going to come out in December, just right in time for the holiday season. I'm surprised they decided not to go the route of, let's push this movie back a year, because this movie is perfect for the summer. But instead, they were like, let's push this towards the holiday season, there might be a group of friends or a group of guys or a group of people who just love Top Gun that want to go see this movie, and they're going to go see it even if it's during Christmas. Another movie that Paramount has is A Quiet Place 2. It's one of the first movies to actually get a postponement to the COVID-19 pandemic. It was supposed to come out in the middle of March. Now instead, it's going to get a early September release date, which I think is perfect for a movie like A Quiet Place because it's a horror movie, it's that horror genre, I think it's going to be really cool to watch it around, like, Halloween time. Another big movie that Paramount has is Mission Impossible. So they have the 7th and 8th installment in the long-running franchise. 7 is actually getting pushed back a couple of months from July of 2021 to November 2021. And the 8th movie is getting pushed from August 2022 to November 2022. So not much of a major pushback. It's like a couple months. So that's not that bad between both movies. I was surprised that 7 and 8 are actually that close together. Because I thought 7 would have been at least 2021 and 8 probably 2023. Because I thought we would have gone like every other year. It was interesting they're both back to back. So I actually did not know this. But apparently Paramount had a Dungeons and Dragons movie in the works. So that movie is actually going to come out on May 27th, 2022 instead of November 2021. That's interesting. I'm kind of curious how that movie looks. And there's also the Spongebob movie, Spongebob Sponge on the Run. This is their Spongebob movie that has been pushed back so many times. Uh, that movie is going to come out also in the end of July in 2020. So again, like I said with Mulan, like I said with Wonder Woman, I don't know how many people are going to go see this movie at the theaters. I feel like Paramount should just cut their losses 
and just put this movie on demand or at least on Nickelodeon because I don't think anyone's going to the movie theaters until the fall or at least I don't think a lot of people are going to go to the movie theaters until the fall. So that's just a glimpse at some movies that are getting pushed back because of COVID-19. There's still a lot of movies that are getting pushed back and I think you can find a huge list somewhere online but yeah it is kind of interesting to see what's going to happen with movie theaters with movies in the coming months uh after all of this is said and done but i want to know from you guys what movies are you guys looking forward to seeing that got pushed back because of COVID 19 and when are you guys ready to go see a movie in the movie theaters let me know on social media twitter facebook and instagram at k presents on all three platforms and that does it for this let's talk about until next time be healthy be safe and keep talking Thank you.